In a world where a man loves movies and loves lists and keeps a list of his 100 favorite movies for over 30 years, what if he made his wife watch those movies in order? And what if he made her talk about it on a podcast? Would she like them? Would she hate them? Can this marriage possibly survive this podcast? Find out what will happen in a world called Craig's List. Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee Doo. I've got another podcast for you. Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee Dee. Carla has 60 more movies to see. <laughs> what do you get when you're making a list? Too many movies and Carla is pissed. <laughs> your favorite film leaves a lump in your throat, but it's only good for a single Carla's quote. <laughs> she doesn't like the look of it. Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee Doo. Craigslist podcast <laughs> is coming for you. You will have your own podcast too. Like Craig and Carla. Doopa dee doo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a spontaneous jazzy yeah from everyone in the room. Uh, hi Craig's listeners. It's Craig and Carla and, uh, it's episode 41. Of Craig's List. And of course, you can probably tell from the opening song, today we'll be discussing Martin Scorsese's Raging Bull. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, we're discussing the 1971 Mel Stewart film, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And to help us, and how are you doing, Carla, I'm by good. the way? I'm here. Uh, did you enjoy that song that I composed? I did. That made me laugh for real. Specifically, sometimes for I have today's... to pretend like I'm laughing at you, but not this time. <laughs> oh wow! This time I was very sincere. I think I can tell the difference between your fake laughter, your your pity laughter, and your, so. your honest laughter. Uh, we have two guests joining us today, <laughs> and uh, they are writers. Uh, they are filmmakers, directors, uh, actors. They're auteurs, basically. <laughs> And their names are Gabe Diani and Etta Devine. Thank you so much. My my laughter was real and genuine as well. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. You have done something that none of our guests have done, which is you brought candy. Yes. Mm-hmm. A shitload of candy, which is only Amazing. appropriate. It feels like I am in the Willy Wonka factory right now. Uh, there is a smorgasbord of sweet tarts, yep. butterfinger bites. We already consumed the Reese's peanut butter cups. So thank you so much for that. I have is to there... say, this makes me feel like you guys are my favorite guests ever. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to own that. the podcast yeah. has begun. Is there like a mercurial authoritarian uh, weirdo running around? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there he goes. There he's shaking <laughs> his collar. Benny. We are yeah. regular listeners, so if we get deposed, we will know it. <laughs> <laughs> You're my new yeah. favorite. Oh, okay. That's the hard part of telling every guest that they're our favorite so far, <laughs> mm. because many of them listen to the podcast. Uh, we're inviting them all back. <laughs> At some point, we're going to run out of movies. Yeah, we are. Well, no, because then I've got my 100 additional favorite movies that we can always dip into. And 
as we know, several of the movies on Craigslist are going to be off the list, and so we can have a whole bonus segment of the movies that are under contention to make the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you and Steven made me take Snow White off the list, we're going to need a, uh, a movie to re- replace it. So. Wait, what? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been released yet. It has not been released, Whoa. so you guys are hearing it first. <laughs> wow. For the first time, due to peer pressure, I removed a movie from my list. Snow White. Wow. You, Snow White Is it repeating yourself to tell me? Say why? Maybe you can tell us off, Mike. You can tell us off. We'll tell you off, Mike. We'll tell you off, Mike. Uh, But but thank you for listening to the podcast. And I gave you guys, I think, a few options. Why did you select Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) There were a couple that we hadn't seen that were like, oh, it'd be fun to see them. We didn't see, but it was like between this one and um, I think. Have you done another Hitchcock one? Yeah, we had Strange, Strangers on a yeah. Train. Mm-hmm. So that was the other one. We were like, should we yeah. do that one? Because we, we would were, like to see that again. Well, we were actually planning on murdering someone that way, so we didn't want to <laughs> right. Right. talk too much about that. Don't want to tip off your MO. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's been a while since I've seen this, so I wanted to see it as an adult. How, how many times do you think you have seen it, and did you see it first as a young child? Oh. I do not know how many times I've seen it. I didn't have a TV as a kid, but I know I saw it at someone else's house. And I've probably seen it, I'm going to go with many times. You didn't have a TV as a kid. Like for a little while. Uh. But then when we did have a TV, we didn't have cable. So that's basically like not having a TV. Gotcha. Sure. So. And then I saw it as a kid. I, I remember seeing it in school a lot. It's like, you know, what? when, you know, like, oh, it's special, oh. like, it's Friday and it's the Friday and tired. The t- exactly. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We watched Kramer versus Kramer when that happened. <laughs> Wait, what? Because <laughs> there's a lot of divorce in Northern Kentucky. I guess so. <laughs> so when it was noted the- children's film, Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> I was like, wow, why, Dustin Hoffman? Why? Why? <laughs> Carla, you said that you think you've seen this movie more than any other on my list. I think so. How many times do you think you've seen it? This was in common rotation um, at our household. Really? Along with um, Overboard. Okay. Uh, Goonies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, uh, Overboard is not appropriate for kids, is it? Didn't matter. Also, Coming to America, we watched it constantly. <laughs> totally, totally inappropriate to kids. That is very hard R. That was like my favorite movie when I was seven years old. There's boobs all over the place all in that over. movie, right? Yeah. I never saw that movie when it came out, and you took me to see a drive-in showing of Coming to America, mm-hmm. and I was surprised by how hard R it was. Yeah. Hard. Hard R. R. You guys see Coming to America? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I must rotation. have when I was a little, but I wasn't allowed to see Hard R, so maybe I saw a TV version. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot less helicopter parenting yeah. when we were kids. <laughs> right. Like, Yeah. Also, what a there, movie on. There was writing for people weren't afraid to write things that kids didn't understand. Right. So yeah. And I remember they used to do a lot of the not just pan and scan for TV, but uh dubbing. And my favorite was there was some Michael J. Fox movie where he was chained to a bed and he screamed, You slug in a ditch, you gosh darn slug way. in a ditch <laughs> And then it it went to the like building a shot of the building. Yeah. And so and I was really into calling people slugs in a ditch, even though I knew I knew it was till this day you still are. <laughs> that yeah. is a lost art, which is the broadcast TV dub of objectionable material. 
you know. Although there was a thing where they were going to be releasing those versions, like the movie, the airplane versions of Sony films, and then there was a oh, big, that's big, right, big yeah. Heard about yeah. That, yeah, yeah, there was a big to do, rightfully so. I'm just from chewing the away in the mic. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, should we tell everyone what we have? Yeah. Carla's going to town on some Good and Plenty. These are my favorites. I can't believe you brought Good and Plenty. You really are my favorite guests. (laughs) This is the sound of a sweet tarp. Mm. (laughs) Oh, wow. wow. And uh, what else, Edda? Talk us through the... uh, There's there's a Guatemalan candy bar called Crispin Shark. Crispin Glover. With a skunk (laughs) on it. Crispin Glover's scrimdiddly emptious bar. (laughs) He bought the Wonka Um, company. And uh, which I'm interested to try. This really amazing peanuts from the Food for Less on Sunset. A giant bag of um, peanuts. uh, That I highly recommend. Um, Also Guatemalan? I'm not sure. Uh, They're just the, the... they're from nutsite.com. <laughs> Western Mixers, Inc. Um, of the Craigslist Post- And then some butter, Butterfinger Bites. <laughs> Butterfinger Bites. Uh, Butterfinger Bites. If we could get a sweet yeah. peanut sponsorship, yeah. that'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah, we have Butterfinger Bites, which we, we haven't even dipped favorite. into yet. Yeah. Oh, and we ate the Reese's cups. We ate the Reese's yeah. already. Like right away. Yeah. That was your favorite? Oh, you should have just had all four of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. No way. Now, uh, in case you're unfamiliar with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, if so, turn this off and go. Turn watch this it off. Right you're away, not dummy. our target audience. No. <laughs> How are you not familiar with this? Right. Uh, I, I didn't. Every kid see this movie, uh, but this is based on the Roald Dahl children's classic, published, I believe, in the early '60s. One of several Roald Dahl film adaptations. It stars Gene Wilder as the titular Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And uh, a bunch of kids you never saw again <laughs> as the uh, the kids that have been chosen. Uh, they've re- they've uh, found a golden ticket in their chocolate bars. I and got a golden been, ticket. And they've been invited to tour the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. Uh, Charlie Bucket is our hero. Uh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's something we'll get into. Uh-huh. Is Charlie Bucket the protagonist in this film? Is it secretly Violet Beauregard? Uh, <laughs> third billing. Did you notice that? Grandpa, Grandpa Joe, Joe is billed, billed a billing time. of our oh. Grandpa Joe is Jack Albertson, I believe, is, and he was already an Oscar winner at that oh. point for The Subject Was Roses. Uh, he was mostly a uh, Broadway actor and had done a bunch of musicals. He'd won an Oscar in 1968 playing Martin Sheen's father and the subject was Roses. Hmm. And later he would play the man. What? In Chico and the Man. In Chico and the Man. <laughs> what? What uh, are those you, words you just said? Are you familiar with the sitcom Chico and the Man, nope. Carla? Are you familiar with Freddie Prinz Sr.? Yeah. yeah. Junior. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, She's all that. Buffy's husband. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, the guy who was all that in the 70s was Freddie Prinze Sr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starred in uh, a sitcom called Chico and the Man with Jack Albertson, Grandpa Joe, from Willy Wonka. And then he killed himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. He was a he was a top Latino stand-up comic in the mid-70s. Wait a second. Freddie Prinze Jr. is Latino? Uh, yes, he is. Whoa. <laughs> really? Did you know that? No. You Why know? did he kill himself? Not uh, to be sad. I didn't do any research on, <laughs> on Freddie. Prepared on little, Freddie. Little mental health. Uh, Sorry, mental guys. Health on to prepare for today's episode on Willy Wonka, surprisingly, I did very little uh, research into Freddie Prinze's suicide. <laughs> Freddie Prinze, not Prince. Freddie Prinze. Yeah, hmm. that's I, correct. I think it's 
Sounds sad. But I'm sure we can link to that in uh, the Craigslist. <laughs> sure maybe a, maybe a listener can uh, can write an essay and, and <laughs> please, tweet it. Please, to- <laughs> please do not. <laughs> please do not do that. <laughs> but, Here's my uh, medium post. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll tweet uh, some facts on on Freddie Prinze. Uh, but yeah, Jack Albertson, probably the only other well-known actor in the movie. Um, a lot of people you've never seen before and will never see again. Well, unless you watch the documentary yes. that we watched. Mm-hmm. Did Did you watch. Did you watch the, uh, yeah. yeah. There, there's Your a behind the scenes documentary which has all the kids probably in their early forties, probably about 30 years after yeah. the movie was shot, uh, looking back at it. Uh, what did you take away from watching those kids as oh. adults? Augustus. And his amazing. owning the Augustus character. I lost my mind. Yeah, the, oh, the, <laughs> the young German. Yeah. A kid who played Augustus Gloop uh, as a 40-something adult is in full lederhosen yeah. uh, gear, uh, just owning it. Yeah. The, the Candyman was in four episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, I will oh. say that. Oh. I was wondering yeah. what he was up to after <laughs> that. Which edition of uh, Doctor Who? The real one. Okay. <laughs> which, guy, which guy is excuse that? Me, excuse me. The original. The original. Okay. So. Etta has a lot of opinions about Doctor Who, which I appreciate. I so like you're saying Doctor one. Number One? No, no, no. He wasn't the Doctor. He was the in four. He was in series. four episodes. Okay, yeah. but of, of the of no. old yeah. old Doctor Who. But who was, his, no Benny, who was his Doctor? Tom oh, Baker, I didn't. Or? I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't delve we were, that deep. I told her we were, we're watching yeah. the movie right now. You can right. <laughs> you can look at the yeah. which Doctor <laughs> he, he was. Uh, <laughs> now, did anybody read the Roald Dahl book? Yes, and the sequel. I have. I knew yeah. you guys would. Last night I was like, these guys totally have read that book. <laughs> the sequel is Charlie and the Glass Elevator. Great, the great, great Glass Elevator. The Great Glass Elevator, and it picks up immediately at the end I of this book. So. Okay. Did you read it as kids or as adults? As, as kids. kids. I not, not together. No, we were. I just. I'm answering. <laughs> we weren't a couple yet. That would be yeah. a romance for the ages. Yeah, if you guys read. Uh, we read it to each read other. Rolled all together at seven years old. Um, I. I am ashamed to report that I have never read a single Roald Dahl book. <gasps> He's delightful. I, I think either. you would enjoy He's him. He's a delightful yeah. anti-Semite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I, th- I said, I think he's a bad guy, right? He's, yeah. He's a very gifted writer, but... Anti-Semite. Okay. Anti-Semite. I thought... I don't thought don't Google it if you don't want Roald Dahl ruined for <laughs> right. you. Right. Did you hear me say that? I said, I thought he was a pedophile. <laughs> I just knew it was something bad. <laughs> He wrote a lovely letter to my fourth grade class. Oh, did he? Did he really? Why? Because we wrote to him. Wow, and he wrote back. Mm -hmm. That's That's amazing. Mm -hmm. He didn't mention anything about the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Did he ask if anybody was Jewish before he wrote back? (laughs) No, no. I heard that he would try to get a roster of the class that he wrote for just to check for (laughs) last (laughs) names ending in steam. Man, Um, our our stand-up on this episode is killing it. Yeah. (laughs) Between suicide and... It's like Freddie Prinze-level stand-up. This is dark. This is dark. We we were talking about the books. Yes, the books. You had admitted not reading them. But Roald Dahl is very dark. Yes. Which is what I loved about him as a kid. Uh, James and the Giant Peach, uh-huh. The Witches, Matilda, yeah. uh, the BFG. BFG. I just saw mm-hmm. that movie. So Twits. I've seen most of the yeah, movies the, the based on his, his books. Uh, yeah, tell me a, a bit about his, his writing style. Um, it, <laughs> sorry, you I was, did, you I did was your just, research. No, I was just flashing back to when I did a monologue as Mrs. Twit, um, in, I think third grade and, and, uh, I was just gonna not do it. So. Um, 
Do you know the lines? Can you do it for us now? I'm 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 choosing not to. Okay, all right. Aww. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, they like the twits who are just a terrible couple. Like they get glued to the ceiling and then they shrink and die. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> and um, and just like horrible things happen. The James and the Giant Peach begins with his parents getting trampled by a rhinoceros at the zoo and dying. Yeah. And like you know, it's just horrible that in the bfg she's an orphan and in a horrible orphanage and it's it's just really delightful it's matilda, very much in the tone right? of the movies but with words yeah matilda's an orphan too mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. oh that's a great adaptation yeah never yeah. saw it that's a great movie and then that's been a broadway show as well and then there was a willy wonka broadway show hmm. too i i believe can you hear me opening peanuts yeah carla you're constantly <laughs> <laughs> opening peanuts <laughs> Try opening your mouth a little wider next time. <laughs> um, in the sequel, they take the great glass elevator and pick up his entire family, and they all cram into this elevator. And all the grandparents? Get, yeah. All the grandparents. Uh, I don't know if the mom gets cast aside like she does in this movie or not. Yeah. Uh, but they all go up into space, and then I think there's like uh, countries are going to like send yeah. nuclear weapons at the, them because... The sequel doesn't really it hold was a up. Whole sort, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Are, are we ready to talk about the mom? <laughs> sure, we're re- we're ready for whatever you're ready for. I just like watching it. So she, her husband's dead. She single handedly takes care of four bedridden seniors yes. right, who don't even get up and go to the window. We find out, <laughs> right? And yet somehow and, managed to get tobacco and chocolate, right? right. <laughs> and a small child mm-hmm. um, who's in school, yeah, not and just now starting his paper route. And she's a laundress. Yeah. And this is, she's been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. And um, although Charlie has just come along recently, but she's been taking care of these four bedridden seniors for 20 years. And all of a sudden, an opportunity for a tour of a chocolate factory that he mm-hmm. used to work at comes out along. And all of a sudden, he can dance. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, Fuck you, Grandpa that's fucked up. I think I had the same I reaction. I think there's a Carlos <laughs> quote along the same lines. Are you saying that Mrs. Bucket is the secret hero of this movie? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, like, oh, Charlie, you have to get your, you have to polish your shoes. You have to get your hat. And she just walks by. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll do everything. Yeah. Uh, and then we never see her again. Yeah. Those grandparents really suck. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I it, didn't know that as a kid, how bad yeah. they sucked. I knew it was weird. I thought it was weird that there were four grandparents living in a bed right. together. Right. But I didn't realize how lazy they were. I think they're even worse in the book. I think they have more lines and are kind of more complainy and mm-hmm. do this for me, do that for me. And was it just me or did Grandpa Joe have urine stains <laughs> on his? <laughs> nice oh. That was a personal request by Jack Albertson for uh, for realism. Yeah. Uh, apparently in the book, I was surprised to read, there is a Mr. Bucket. The oh, dad is oh. not dead in the book. I don't recall. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. But it – although there are, there are differences between the book and the movie, for the most part, the, the movie honors the structure of the book and the events are, are pretty much uh, happen as they do in the book. There's a few key differences here oh, and really? there. Oh, really? They were it take added- two thirds of the book before they get to see. Game <laughs> timed it. I think Slugworth, Slugworth, Slugworth oh, yeah, is, added. is added. Yeah, he's Slugworth. It was a character created for right. the movie. Okay, yeah. they said that in the documentary. I mm-hmm. heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, where good, were you? Good for you, Carla. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I did read the book as a little child, so it's been at least. 11 or 12 years. Yeah. I think Wonka has Since you were a little child? Yes. 11 or 12 years. Yes. 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 Yes
Also, originally wink, in the book, the wink, and, and it, I guess there's illustrations there's along with the book. On at once. <laughs> they may have been removed from the version that I have. <laughs> Wait, what were you guys just talking about? Yeah, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about how young I am. <laughs> Uh, I think he was getting to Oompa Loompas in their oh. book origins. The Oompa Loompas, I believe, and I don't know if they were illustrations in the book, but apparently they were depicted as African pygmies. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then enslaved in, black people instead enslaved of enslaved black, orange people. Yes. And yeah. then subsequently, Dahl changed them into little little orange men. It did occur to me watching this because I. When I was younger, there were several Halloweens where I wanted to be an Oompa Loompa. And then I thought, maybe that wouldn't be appropriate. Right? Yeah. That it might be offensive to be an Oompa Loompa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were woke already right. then as, yeah, as a child. Yeah. I mean, that's not why I didn't do it. I didn't do it because I couldn't find orange paint to put on my skin. <laughs> <laughs> and you justified it. Well, it's probably best. <laughs> now... We not, don't necessarily do Craig's first time for every movie because a lot of them are, are kind of boring. Of like, yeah, I was 22 and I rented it. From Is this going to be one of the boring ones? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that that's really up to you, Craig's listeners, but... This, I believe, is the first movie on the list that I did see on broadcast television. Oh. I've not seen it on the big screen, um, but I probably saw it uh, half a dozen times, you know, before I was 10 years old on just local TV. And I think uh, that is kind of a lost thing of just the idea of watching a movie with commercials yeah. <laughs> on local TV. Now, you know, every movie ever is accessible on demand, you know, when we have HBO and cable channels and, and whatnot. But it before uh, home video, like it was a big deal when a cool movie uh, came on your local TV station, right. and you'd you'd circle it in the TV guide. You needed a TV guide to know <laughs> right, when things on. were coming on, and so that's how I know this movie. Also, there's there is kind of a lost art of commercial breaks. When do you put the commercial breaks into movies? And one of the best commercial breaks ever was in this movie because there's a little exchange between Mike TV and his mom because he says, why don't they show things like that on television? His mom says, I don't know. And then they would always break for commercial oh, right funny. on that line, which is such a perfect punctu- punctuation <laughs> to that. Uh, and I, I remember that vividly from watching it on TV. Also, as a five or six year old, which I think is how old I was when I first saw this movie, this freaked the shit out oh, of sure. me, yeah. particularly the boat ride yeah. scene. And I think it, it goes along with uh, the uh, Lampwick's transformation in Pinocchio, the Queen's mm. transformation in Snow White, Miss Gulch's transformation in The Wizard of Oz, mm. and Willy Wonka suddenly becoming. Uh, crazy and menacing during that boat ride. Well, images of chickens getting their heads chopped <laughs> yeah, off are in the background crazy. of like, that is very scary for kids. That will, would not happen today. They would not be no. able to get that through market testing and. Yeah. Okay. We have to talk for a second about what I want to talk about, which is. Okay. How why this movie others? was made. What? 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 <laughs> why this movie was made or how this movie was made. Mm. Who financed this movie? Yes. Which was. Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats. So they financed this movie because they wanted to release a chocolate bar named Willy Wonka. Right? Did I get this right so far? Or they they decided it was to a call bar it. they wanted yeah. to release. They wanted, and, and it was they, all right. Okay, so yeah. one one single bar Just named, one. <laughs> named yeah. Willy Wonka. Uh, but they wanted to release a chocolate bar, and they so they were going to name it Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And 
so they instead of a movie financing or a movie, God, a studio financing this movie, uh, this food company did, yeah. which is hilarious. Quite to me. genius producer yeah. figuring that out. Yeah, like that's and so, but and then the the candy bar didn't do well. They were and the movie with the didn't formula, do well. they said, and they recalled them. Yeah, they they were like melting on the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> and so the candy bar didn't stick around, but the movie did. I love that. But now there is a Willy Wonka line of candies, yeah. and I definitely remember as like a ten year old having everlasting gobstoppers. Sure. Which I are don't. basically But you still have it though, right? Yeah. They were they were <laughs> <laughs> right now under your tongue. <laughs> I still have it, yeah. It lasts forever, yeah. Um but they were basically jawbreakers. Mm-hmm. Right. And they did last for a while, but not forever. Well <laughs> Wonka realized that wasn't really a, actually Charlie must have realized because yeah. he took it over that that wasn't very good to <laughs> you're not gonna get repeat business if they last forever. I spilled wine on myself already. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're also having wine, so <laughs> if, t- if today's podcast feels especially loose, that's I'm, the reason why. I'm sure that Wonka would have diversified, and the Wonka vineyards would have been a... <laughs> Nerds are Willy Wonka, right? Yeah. Mm. Nerds are Willy Wonka. You're right. What uh, What other candies are under the Willy Wonka line? m ms no, no, I don't think so. Reese's Peanut Butter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say candy. <laughs> this Guatemalan candy bar is interesting. It's very good. Yeah, I like it. It's a little like um, there's a there's a Kit Kat element to yeah. it. Maybe there's wafers. Yeah, there's wafers. Mm. In and it there. was hidden in the Guatemalan section, not in the candy. So okay. <laughs> FYI, you were really looking if you're around. At the food for less on uh, Sunset. Uh, but I guess we haven't addressed yet the real reason that this movie lingers as a classic, you know? Gene Wilder. Yeah. Are we on agreement? Yeah. <laughs> that the, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the only oh, yeah. reason to see this movie and the, the reason uh, it's on the list is Gene Wilder. And we talked about this a little bit on the uh, on the verdict episode of my favorite performances of mm-hmm. all time. And I... I've tried for, as a list maker, I've tried for years to have a hundred favorite performances list and I just can't do it. Like it's so hard to know which performances to pick. Uh, and Paul Newman in the verdict is up there, but Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka has got to be in my top 10 performances Amazing. ever. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. And mm-hmm. just. for a kid's movie that did not need to have somebody this good in it. You know, a movie that, you know, might have been pleasant but forgettable is taken to the level of, of an all-timer because of, of this guy who does not appear till minute 45, uh, of the movie. Let's talk about Mr. Wilder. Well, I just want to say one thing. I think people underestimate children's movies and science fiction in particular and throw it away. And I think you need better actors for those things than just a regular old drama or regular old romance. Because you gotta believe in it more. So somebody who it. can create conviction yeah. for something that's a little far-fetched. Yeah. And that's why when you get – when you're casting Star Trek or something, they look for Shakespearean actors or classical actors is because they need people who can take the heightened language and the heightened action and sell it. And you look at Gene Wilder's early career in the theater, you know, that's where he got this stuff. That's where he got the confidence because he'd only done, you know, a handful of movies before this. He didn't yeah. have – he wouldn't have had the chops from just doing that. He had the theater background to have the balls to create this bizarre character. This is before Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. Yeah. yeah and uh, Silver Streak and all of his big movies of the 70s. But 
what I was going to say, he's an amazing actor. He's, I can't imagine anyone else in this part, but it's kind of hard to imagine what he had done prior to that thinking, oh, he's, he's the guy. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Willy Wonka, I think, in the book is, is older yeah. and, you know, like he, he had typically been cast as sort of the nebbishy, neurotic guy. And to turn around and pull out a performance like this, it's just, it's amazing. Tell the story about the story, you know. Tell <laughs> <laughs> the, the story story. Uh, about the only way he would take the part. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, the, the director and producers claim that as soon as he walked in the audition room, they looked at each other and were like, this, this is the guy. They, they just knew it. But then he told them that the famous scene of Willy Wonka slowly coming out with his cane from the chocolate factory to greet the crowds and, and the kids. And he's hobbling along with the cane and suddenly he sticks the cane in the ground and does a front flip forward. So um, he, he said that was the only way he would do the movie if he was allowed to enter like that. And that's a huge demand for somebody who's not a big star yeah. to, to make. But the reason for it was he wanted nobody to know whether he was lying or telling the truth for the entire movie. And it does like keep you off balance the, mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. And it's, it's such a bizarre blend of sweet and menacing mm-hmm. yeah. that I don't know that anybody can bring home the, those two very contradictory qualities. He's so endearing even when he's being absolutely fucking crazy, <laughs> you know, like even when he's singing like a madman, yeah. he's just that boat song that he sings. It's so crazy. There's it's no other so... way of knowing. <laughs> but he's like smiling. He's got a twinkle in his eye, and you're just like, "Oh, this is Willy Wonka." <laughs> and he starts screaming Young Frankenstein him. style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I mean, everybody knows the speech at the end verbatim, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong, sir. <laughs> Wrong. Nope. Just you. <laughs> but I think you lose. <laughs> I think the the demand is was so smart of him, and he sort of said it in. in, in there's a little featurette that um, that is on the DVD and is on YouTube where he talks about this. And he said that because it was such a difficult part, that he wanted to make this demand because he couldn't figure out any other way to get into it. Mm. And like as an actor, I totally understand what he's saying. Like, oh, I can see this way in, but I can't see any other way in. So if they won't let me do this, I don't know how, or I don't know how to do it. And and so if they let him do that, then he can maybe figure out other ways to get the performance out of himself that, that they'll let him do that. And I think it's sort of a, a no, no tan M&Ms or kind of situation. Sure. Right? Yes. What Which does that mean? sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's a safety issue. Who, I, what band is, well, it? is, is it, it? Is it famously Led Van, Van Halen, oh, right. Van Halen and their writer for years yeah. would say, we don't want any uh, brown, M&Ms brown M&Ms in the M&Ms. Yeah. And, uh, I first heard that story as like, oh, they're fucking mm-hmm. divas, you know, but actually the, it's a safety issue. It's a safety right. thing of like, did you read everything in the writer? And so if, when they get to the dressing room and see there's no brown and M's, they realize that the venue read the writer yeah. Yeah. and that their safety issues are taken care right, of. Right. Right. And that their fire, their, their pyrotechnics is going to be done safely because the writer was read. Right. But if they get in and there's brown M and M's, they know shit. We have to double check, triple check everything because they didn't read this and are like, we might blow up. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he, I mean, he had to know that was a solid idea and they didn't like it. And yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's so vulnerable and there's just like such humanity and like a glint in his eye 
but then he's really funny too yeah. and he's really dark and again in a way that just feels inappropriate for a children's movie in a great way speaking of which i always felt like i it was inappropriate that i found him attractive as a child <laughs> like i knew like it was okay, okay to like find tom hanks sexy and big like i sure. knew that was fine but like the fact that i like w- was hot for willy wonka i was like that's probably i probably shouldn't say that out loud like, <laughs> don't tell anyone but, i mean now i'm like oh my god gina until you get to high school be still my heart like, i like, love gene wilder yeah. i do love that van halen song hot for wonka too <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say carly to interrupted you <laughs> um i don't remember it's fine you didn't interrupt <laughs> That's okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Um, and yep. Don't remember. The other like recurring thing is how many non sequiturs he has when people ask him direct questions mm-hmm. or whatever. People are weirded out by all the things in the factory. Anybody have a favorite Willy Wonka line? We are the music makers. <laughs> we are the dreamers. We are the dreamers. We are the dreamers of dreams. Her performance, Veruca Salt's performance, is brilliant too. Like all the other kids are like fine. They're great. They're cute. But she is amazing she's really good yeah yeah and she's i think the only one of the kids who stayed acting for years uh afterwards she still is yeah yeah uh i like uh stop don't come back (laughs) stop police murder (laughs) we have um a lot of time and little to do or what does he say we have a little so much time and so little to do strike that that reverse reverse reverse. yeah Uh, it's crunch. (laughs) These peanuts are delicious. You guys, sorry, you can't have any. So I think, you know, having seen this at such an early age and it it made such an indelible impression on me, this, uh, more than anything on my list is probably the one thing of like, this is my movie that, uh, I have no objectivity about as an adult. Like it just got its way under my skin as a kid and I will always love it. As a result, I can't be talked out of it, Snow White style. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm a little older than all you guys. And I think there's uh, other movies that for people who are a generation behind me that are those movies that you, you know, and I think The Goonies is probably one of those. Mm-hmm. Carla, you and your friends always mention Troop Beverly Hills a lot. Yeah. I feel like The Sandlot is one that I've not seen that people who are a little younger than me are always talking up that I movie. I just missed that one. As well. Yeah. Okay. What are some other movies that come to mind that are like that, that doesn't matter, you know, how much objectivity you have as, as adults, like that's your kid's movie? Although I have to say, I'm sorry, no, real yeah. quick. Uh, <laughs> now I'm interrupting you. Uh, that, True Beverly Hills isn't a good movie. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's just a really fun movie. Okay. It's fun and amazing, and Shelley Long is amazing yeah, in it. Yeah, but it's not. Um, it's yeah, not it's got issues, longer. but I love it. Um, we just watched it. Um, uh, Willow, Labyrinth, um, Willow. Goonies. Mm-hmm. Um, Labyrinth, yeah. What else? Popeye been years since I... Yeah. Popeye. Wow, uh, Altman. Love going Popeye. Altman. I yeah. Popeye. Popeye. Big fan. business. Big business. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Labyrinth is a legitimately great movie, mm-hmm. I think. It's been years since I've seen Willow, so, but I, I was a little, you know, I was more like a teenager when those movies came out. I keep meaning to watch Willow again. We've, this has come up a few times for us. Willow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Madigan, right? Mad Madigan, help! Yeah. Um, so, out of the way, Peck! <laughs> I can just do the whole Adventures entire of movie. is a big one for me. I love that movie. Baron Munchausen. Yeah. 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 Baron Munchausen. That's a Terry Gilliam film. Yeah. You love him. Uh, <laughs> Romancing but the Stone. Romancing but Baron Munchausen, a early one of the first acting appearances of Sarah Polly. 
Yes. Right? Yeah. Isn't she? Yeah. She's, well, she she's the girl. girl. She's the it. main girl. Yeah. yeah. Apparently had a terrible time making it. Too. Really? <laughs> Doesn't that speak fondly of the experience? Oh, no. Uh, and I'm, Uma Thurman. That was her. Uma Thurman. Right. Young well. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Is Venus, right? Or Aphrodite. Depending on whether you're Greek or Roman. So <laughs> Willy Wonka for me is so nostalgic because my mom watched it as a kid and she showed it to us. And it was one, it's one of the few movies, maybe that and Wizard of Oz are the movies that she was like, I saw these as a kid and these are really special okay. to me. And so even as much as I love Willy Wonka, it's also wrapped up in the memory of like, oh, this is my mom's special movie. Um, yeah. So there's like those emotions too. So I, I guess my question to you guys is, is this a good movie? Tell tell me. It where, has issues. Okay. Um, it's too long. Even There's at, nine, songs at 99 can, minutes? It's only it 99 minutes. To get, <laughs> 45 minutes until Wonka appears is too long. Mm. I mean, I I think all of the the sort of straight-faced uh, little bits of like people, what that what they're doing to look for the golden ticket are, like, are really charming oh, I love those cutouts, and delightful. Yeah. But it's, like, it's almost like an airplane, like a yeah. Zucker Brothers, you know, like sketch comedy movie yeah. because Husband's there's kidnapped. all these like yes. standalone little comedy bits in it. Which I do not remember from mm-hmm. being a kid. If yeah. you haven't I seen it in a while, you only remember Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder yeah. But yeah. there's so much before that. And, right. and I actually really liked all that stuff because it was surprising and fun and in a way where I was like, oh, this is probably what my parents were laughing at. Mm-hmm. Well, I was waiting for Gene Wilder. <laughs> yeah. It's it's solid. It's solid funny. And the filmmakers yeah. in that documentary were talking about how they weren't making a children's film. They're making a film for adults that because kids are smart enough to get it. So they were making a solid comedy film that happened to be a, a children's story that had magic in it. I would cut all the Charlie um, feelings and cheer up Charlie and all of his Well, you hate sentimentality. <laughs> cut, cut cheer but, up Charlie. But the mom's your favorite character. <laughs> no, not like as a person, but just a, like she just gets screwed. <clears throat> so screw out of her song too. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, just get to get to Wonka sooner. That that teacher's real funny too. Oh, he's yeah. great. He's so good. <laughs> he's uh, basically an Eric Idle character, yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. apparently they did. Uh, at, they did discuss having a Monty Python person as Willy Wonka, uh, mm. in, you know, pre-production for the movie, but I guess, you know, settled on mm-hmm. Gene Wilder. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, the only thing that really drags to me is the I've got a golden ticket song. Feels yeah, like it goes that, on cut. forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could do a shorter version of that song. But yeah, I think if you haven't seen it in a while, you'll, you'll be surprised of how much there is before Willy Wonka, but you also might be surprised, but there's some solid laughs until then. And I think it does, like, the kid who plays Charlie is, is pretty good, or at least good. he's, yeah. he's sweet. You yeah. know, like you're on his side, like he's got vulnerability as well. Of like, he does seem like yeah. an atypical kid actor. Like, he feels very real to me. I legitimately cried when he found, even though I knew it was coming, when he finds the golden ticket, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, finally. <laughs> I cried each time he didn't get the golden uh, ticket. <laughs> didn't the, the guy say in the documentary that uh, Sammy Davis June. He wanted to do. He wanted the candy to do candy. right. So, but he didn't want him because he didn't. He wanted to make sure there were no people of color in the entire movie. <laughs> um, there were some Asian people who were searching quote. for Wonka. Walk- walk- oh, were there? Okay. And uh, there's no people of color. What about the orange people? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Just the just the slaves. Orange is not a color. Um, orange is the new. Or black. it is the new black if you're in Oklahoma, <laughs> right? And yeah, and the 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 little people issue, um, which apparently like. Uh, yeah, there's a really great essay actually by one of the one of the guy one of the Oompa Loompas 
wrote talking about how much fun he had actually. (laughs) Um, but how weird it was too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, the issue of none of the other Oompa Loompas spoke English. Well, some of them did, but yeah, there were a bunch of them who didn't. Oh yeah. They they had trouble. (laughs) They shot this entire movie exteriors and interiors in Munich, Germany, Mm -hmm. which leads to now, does the novel say – is the novel supposed to be be set in America? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is? It is. I think so. Well, really? Actually, or I, I is think, it England? I think I it, it was England. I did read that he Maybe used – that Charlie found, finds a pound note yeah. in oh, okay. the yeah. British version and he finds a buck in the American version. Hmm. So uh, – Maybe it's tailored to the territory that yeah. it's – Yeah, really but I, I, it, it's weird because all the exteriors are very German. Most of the adults have British accents. Most of the kids have American <laughs> accents. And so there's a, but, but this is not a world in which there's no countries because they clearly are referencing the, the U.S. Mike TV is, uh, is from middle America. Violet, I think, is from Montana, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's references to Paraguay. Augustus is from Germany, but the actual, whatever country that Willy Wonka's yeah. factory is in is not clear. My whole life, I assumed this was like just in the East End of London where the factories are and never really grokked that the whole family had American accents. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I always thought it just took place <laughs> in London. The newspaper guy's got a thick German accent. <laughs> Um, so yeah. it feels like there's yeah. diaspora. It's supposed to be like a nowhere land, but I did I never realized that until now. Yeah, interesting. That didn't bug me too much, even though it really bugged me in that other movie that we watched. <laughs> I would say that it, it could Was be that? a little shorter, but I also think like at the end it kind of it doesn't seem to have like a like a a real solid arc. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like unsatisfying. It just sort of. You know, like the the scene where Wonka's like, okay, well, bye guys. It kind of feels dramatically like the script is kind of functioning in the same way of like, man, we don't really have like a a clear break into, you know, act three. Without or Gene Wilder, this would not be anything except oh. for some cool uh, uh, set design. Absolutely. I think it totally holds up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it holds I really, up. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I thought it was really good. I was surprised. I think because I only remembered very specific things, like sitting down and watching it, I was surprised how affected I still was. Um, although I think those are all great points and very true, especially how it's just like kind of over. But I still cried at the end. So I saw it. Yes. I think it's a good movie. Ooh. Good. That's good. Especially to hear. coming off of the shit fire known as Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Snow White. Yeah. It doesn't hold but up. That at all. room, that last room with the half room with a oh, yeah, so I mean, cool. That is so awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, to uh, the art direction and set design of it. Uh, I mean, I always am making the argument for uh, pre CGI movies, but uh, I mean, there's something about the handmade feel of all of it that just makes it feel more real. Yeah. Uh, and so like that, when they, uh, one of the details I love from the documentary is when they walked into the set, uh, of that first big room with all the, the edible trees and, mm-hmm. and everything that the kids and adults literally were seeing it for the first time that nobody had seen the set yet. And so that look of wonder on their face is legit, but I mean, so many things captured my imagination as a kid, which is like, I want to be in that chocolate factory. It feels so real for me. And as an adult, you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of fakey looking, but it's really cool, you yeah. know, and I believe in it and I invest in it. The coat racks, the the, the hands that grab the... Yes. Like, 
little touches like that. So creepy and cool. Those Oompa Loompas invested their entire lives, but they didn't get left the factory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, you're bumming just me out. Just some regular, just some kid off the street did. Just some white, blonde-headed. <laughs> a boy, of course. Yeah. Boy. Always good to bring a social justice warrior perspective <laughs> to Willy Wonka. I'm um, eating the sweet tarts now, and they're really good. I haven't had sweet tarts maybe in as long as I hadn't seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Once again, Craigslist brought to you by sweet tarts. I'm uh, Butterfinger by... And They're really good too. Did you guys see the Tim Burton Johnny Depp remake? Uh, did we? Yeah, I did. Did were I? We together? Were, had that come out when we were together? I don't know. 2005. We, yeah, so we must have seen it together and you must have blocked it out. It That's fair. Awful. He's terrible in it, from what He's I remember. He's awful. What yeah. a terrible choice to make. Mm-hmm. Was he beating his wife in it? Yep. Too soon? Seemed very strange. Strange choice to make. No, he was doing a Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. Because I love this movie and I love Gene Wilder's performance, I've never had any desire to seek out the Tim Burton version. I'm not that big a fan of Tim Burton in the first place. Um, But especially after I saw the trailer and I saw the choices that Johnny Depp had made, uh, I was like, there's, there's no way I'm seeing this. I remember when it was announced, I was really excited. And I remember yeah, people me around me being really excited. On a and s- that Johnny Depp was like a really good choice. In a surfacey way, because you're like, oh yeah, Willy Wonka's weird, and mm-hmm. Johnny Depp's good at being weird. It but could that's have been not, great. That's not yeah, really what it's work. about. No. Because again, it's like menacing, but, you know. If he had played the character in Chocolate... In in the Charlie Chocolate, that would have been perfect. Just like normal Johnny Johnny Depp winking at the camera, <laughs> mm-hmm. looking all sexy. I just don't think Johnny Depp is a vulnerable or accessible actor. Like really, if he had Gilbert graped it, yep. Plus some. I guess he's vulnerable. He's vulnerable <laughs> in that movie. If he I guess. Gilbert yeah. graped and. Uh, down one to Marco. And down one to Marco day. A little chocolate in there. Yeah, and a little chocolate in there. Then a yeah. 88 minutes. A little 21 Jump Street did it. Then maybe I, I it thought when it, when it was announced, it was like, okay, well, the original movie is fantastic, but also they, it, there's stuff in the book that's not in that movie because you know they didn't couldn't do it. So like, eh, yeah. Tim Burton, when he's got a good script can usually do something interesting sometimes. I love his aesthetic. I, I love it. But. So it seemed like, oh, it might be good, but no, it was not. Yeah. It was in the Planet of the Apes car- category of <laughs> Tim Burton's work. Well, let's go through the movie Tim, a little bit. Tim, you're listening. We love to work with you, Tim. We need a job. Tim, I know you're a frequent listener to this podcast, and uh, I will continue to trash your work. Um, <laughs> no, I, there's actually several Tim Burton movies I like a lot, but Big I definitely Fish, all the dudes in all the world dudes love, love Big, Big Fish. Big Fish. They we, fucking love it. Daddy issues. We've all got daddy issues, yeah. and yeah. I saw that movie, and I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Big Fish is seriously my favorite Tim Burton. <laughs> I know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I no, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, I like Edward Scissorhands. I like Beetlejuice. I like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So I like the early ones and Big Fish. Um, Well, let's go through chronologically Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with a little segment that we like to call Carla's Quotes. She's feeling her oats and Craig's eating notes. Whatever they are, it's Carla's Quotes. Whoa, that was good. As always, we sing that live. She's feeling her oats and Craig's taking notes. Whatever they are, it's Carla's Quotes. (laughs) 
Uh, aren't you supposed we, to? I thought that's how you fill the time we before you add did, it in. We did uh, edit his quotes and Gabe's quotes, but then we left our notebooks at home. <laughs> Do you remember any of your quotes? Edis was like, fuck you, mom, when he invited Grandpa Joe. <laughs> and I think Gabe said, nothing like a, nothing says, uh, uh, not, pri- what? Underprivileged? Yeah, nothing says underprivileged like a white blonde boy or something like that. <laughs> uh, well, the opening titles open with some factory shots of chocolate being made and just like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate being poured. Carla's immediately like, can I eat that? <laughs> <laughs> Also during the opening credits, what kind of name is rolled? They got they got drunk and forgot to put the N in there. <laughs> I don't know any rolls, do you? I don't know. Is it, is it German or something? Rolled or, gold. Or, or rolled? Dutch. Is it Dutch? Uh Carla started singing Candyman right away. Like I knew you it. knew the lyrics? Yeah. All of a sudden I was just there again. Now the uh Sammy Davis may not have starred in the movie, but he did have a number one single with the Candyman just three years after this movie was uh was released. He was like, I'm gonna do it whether they want me to or not. <laughs> Wait for uh, Sammy. <laughs> when we see that candy store uh up top with the candyman singing to the kids and there's tons of candy there, Carla said, Give it to me, give it all to me. <laughs> Which and is- they did. They brought us candy. <laughs> I was like, Charlie, go in. He's, yeah, throwing, he's candy throwing candy all over yeah. the floor. And then we were a little suspicious of the candy man. <laughs> Bill, Me too. Bill's candy. Bill, yeah. Talk about a Freddie Prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Junior. Junior. He was not all. Junior. I meant, I meant the other. I named the dog Junior. Candy Junior. Junior. <laughs> You're the candy man now, dog. You're the wonka now, Willie. They named the dog Junior Mints. <laughs> Um, I don't know where we're going <laughs> with this. Wine uh, was a great idea. Wine, wine. <laughs> so much more fun with wine. Makes podcasts better. Are you with me? Listeners? We would be this irritating what, without yeah, wine. What sadly. movie is that we're constantly making fun of the trailer of? Uh, Finding Forrester. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yes. then we combine it with other. Yes. With other. Yeah. Show the man now, dog. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can always do justice to the voices that Carla does. Um, I don't know <laughs> if she could even recreate them if there's just something that happened in the moment. But uh, uh, after we see the shot of Charlie looking longingly into the shop window, Carla, I believe this was the voice she used. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie can't afford any candy. <laughs> Does that seem accurate? Sure. You heard that, it. That's Charlie spelled C-H-O-L-L-Y, right? Charlie. 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 Poor, Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie can't afford any candy. <laughs> I thought it was taking place in the South. <laughs> of England. Uh, there's a shot of Charlie looking longingly at the Wonka factory, and then there's a creepy old tinker. Oh, yeah. What does that seem? I love that, <laughs> that scene. Crazy. So creepy. What is that? He's like, no one ever comes in and no one ever goes out. Who is that guy? Where did he go? And it's the only time you ever see him in the movie. And apparently, like, not in the book either, invented for the movie. Um, but Carla said, um, that guy has knives hanging from his cart, like, straight up butcher knives. <laughs> it was so weird. That was hands down. That was weirder than anything Gene Wilder did in that movie. Was he like the rag and bone guy or something? I guess so. Yeah, the spinoff is The Tinker. What? Uh, and he gets together with a tailor, a soldier, and a spy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we first see the four grandparents in bed together, Carla said, this is fucking weird. Uh, when Bob we and co- Carol and Ted and Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Carla said this several times during the first 44 minutes. Uh, this specifically was during the classroom scene with the teacher. I don't remember this part at all. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I love the guy who's like, two? I can't do just two. He's awesome. <laughs> I Who did I say sure. that he was like? If he was cast today, it would be um, oh. Steve... Uh, oh, oh, Steve yeah. Coogan? Yeah. Steve Coogan. Yeah, yeah. totally. Gutenberg. <laughs> the Goot. Alan, Alan Partridge. Uh, and poor Charlie corrects him when he says 200. <laughs> mm-hmm. like he's got to be honest at all times. No, <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> no, I only could afford two because I'm poor. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. Have your cabbage water, Charlie. <laughs> Most of the first half is taken up by news reports of people who are covering the uh, the various golden tickets around the globe. Uh, but when we cut to the guy in the uh, the German, you know, beer house uh, <laughs> where Goose is, is, he's lined up perfectly uh, in front of some antlers. Yes. So it looks right. like these antlers so are coming great. out of his head. And Carla said, funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's the simple things in life. It Little, was so perfect. Yeah. That's the yeah. kind of stuff where you're like, this is a good movie. <laughs> I have the eye for that detail. Just appreciate the director. Carla on Augustus Gloop. He's fatty. Oh, he's so mean. Edda said, he's not that fat. Uh, I was surprised at how not fat he was. Maybe I was saying that because they were trying to tell us how fat he was. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a social justice his warrior dad, too. His dad bites right into the microphone. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. It's great that wonderful. every every kid has one parent that they bring along, and another parent who just has one single line or moment, and they're all really funny in their one moment. Like, uh, not to your twelve, son. <laughs> uh, when Charlie uh, first opens a Wonka bar uh, at his house, and then pretends uh, to have a golden ticket when he doesn't. Um, and then he uh, he offers a bite to his family, and Carla's like, "Just eat it, dummy! <laughs> Don't share with these losers." What's with Grandpa Joe's tobacco? <laughs> so weird. She probably has to They're wash like water twenty sheet sets yeah. for him to have a chalk. Like, maybe they're tobacco it stains. Maybe it's not urine. Maybe it's yeah. Because he can't dribble it into his chamber pot. Oh. <laughs> oh, they probably you know, pee she, in front of each other yep. all the yeah. time. That's what we were yeah. talking about. That's the improv scene we're doing later. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be. It could be. It, it, oh, you're already in character. Uh, uh, <laughs> Carla on Veruca Salt. She needs a punch in the face. <laughs> oh, I want it now. Uh, you familiar with the band Veruca Salt? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, but only because when I was younger, I was like, "Cool, she's in a band." I misunderstood. <laughs> what so you thought the reality you was. thought the actress who had played Veruca Salt was in the band Veruca Salt. Yeah, I don't think I. I thought I. I think I heard someone say that's Veruca Salt, and I thought, "Oh, she's now a singer in a band." Okay, she sang Seether. Yeah, she went from "I Want It Now" just to like Seether. Mr. T is in Clever Lang. Right. right. <laughs> what is there a band called Clever Lang? Yeah. Okay. Um. I never did the the show, but there's like a kid's show that they do all the time. And I was always like, well, I'd only be Veruca. Like, I wouldn't do it otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> it's in your writer. Yeah. Oh, we, uh, be, uh, can we interrupt the Yes, please. Uh, we were, we had come up with this idea for a video that we never made because of time and money, but it was going to be, you know, the, um, Michael Apted 7 Up series? Yes. We wanted to do that with, the kids oh so good yeah uh, we, we have a friend yeah. who's this austrian bodybuilder so we wanted augustus gloop to have gone on a big health kick <laughs> yeah. to become like a big fitness guru that's amazing. and baruka was like 
Doctors Without Borders. She was in some country and she was still type A, but she was like, I want those medical supplies now. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. Actually watching this, I was thinking of sketch ideas for them as adults. I was like, oh, they they grow up and they come and they find Willy Wonka. And they fucking kill him. (laughs) (laughs) They torture him. Um, So the character of Slugworth is supposedly, we find out the truth at the end, but a rival candy company Mm -hmm. owner who's trying to get the secret to the everlasting gobstopper. But Carla kept pretending that she didn't know what the deal was with Slugworth. So. No, I totally forgot. <laughs> first she said, watch out for the weirdo. Because you first you keep seeing him whisper to the kids, but you mm-hmm. don't hear what he's saying until he meets Charlie. But he's just a stranger who appears out of nowhere <laughs> and starts whispering to kids. And just happens to be in the factory when they yeah. find that one. He yeah. knows where all the tickets are, apparently, because he's yeah. already there. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess Wonka would know where they were being shipped, right? But he shouldn't. God. He still wouldn't know when they were going to be opened. Yeah, yeah it's but bizarre. But he's in disguise. Once he's uh, disguised as a reporter in one. And yes, I think he's supposed to be some sort of worker or someone like disguised, like he's supposed to be in the factory. But he. But it's all women in him. like like he's a um, supervisor, right? Because only men can supervise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I felt. Yeah. Oh, there are women in the movie. There's all those women in the factory. I forgot. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I take back everything bad I said. Well, there's Mrs. TV. Yeah. <laughs> and one of and one of the one of the little people, um, one of the Oompa Loompas is a woman. Really? Yeah. I, didn't, I did not yeah. notice a female Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Carla would keep saying during Slugworth, "Who's this guy? What's going on?" <laughs> Very disingenuous. Mm. Uh, so when uh, when Charlie can't get the ticket, uh, you said. Now get back to school and learn your words so you can be a businessman and rule the world someday. <laughs> Sometimes I don't remember. Were you drinking wine? <laughs> no. no, she was stone cold sober watching this movie. Uh, and then she started crying. Why can't they just get a golden ticket? <laughs> she said again, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. Uh, and then the, uh, the grandparents and the mom are whispering, uh, at night about, you know, poor Charlie and everything. Uh, and I think it's when the, uh, when the fake, uh, ticket from Paraguay is revealed. And they're like, well, how are we going to tell Charlie? And he's listening in the next room. And Carla said, he'll find out right now because we live in a house without any walls. <laughs> When he finally does get the real golden ticket and he invites Grandpa Joe to be his guest, uh, Carla said, the other grandpa's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that other grandpa doesn't get any screen time. <laughs> this is uh, along the same lines of what Edda said before. Uh, couldn't you get out of bed to work all these years? Yeah. Uh, Even empty his chamber pot? Let's quickly explain that because I, I think we talked about it, but I don't know if they if they haven't seen it in a while. Okay. They're bedridden. Yes. Charlie wins the ticket. He invites Grandpa to go with him, and all of a sudden, Grandpa can dance around the room <laughs> and walk for an entire day after twenty years of atrophied muscles. He's yeah. been sneaking out to buy tobacco and chocolate bars. Mm. His poor daughter it has cabbage water ready for them every yeah. night because they can't afford anything after working at the laundry all day. Yeah, <sighs> it's tough. It's tough. It's a very roll doll kind of situation. Am I right? Guys? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it very much is. Uh, here's more Carla on Grandpa. Gross. Grandpa has long pinky nails. He must do coke. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's where all that? the money's going. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? No. 
Oh. I noticed the bruises on his legs. <laughs> so I couldn't tell if it was like makeup, like, oh, let's give him some bed sores or like he was just, you know. At one point, I think, is it grandpa that says jumping crocodiles? Yeah. Uh, Carla said jumping crocodiles. That never really caught on. <laughs> <laughs> jumping syllables. crocodiles. Snozwangas. Vermicious canids. Uh, what? <laughs> Uh, that's something that, uh, Wonka, some creatures that Wonka says to Veruka's his, dad. His excuse for why he kidnapped the entire population of Oompa <laughs> Oh, that's right. Oh, the, the Oompa right, are threatened yeah. by the Snozwangers and the Vermicious They are canids. so yeah. grateful that right. they work for free. And yeah. apparently in the, in the sequel, the Vermicious Canids do show up mm. in Glass oh. Elevator. Uh, but I just like the, <laughs> like the way that Mr. Salt says, Snozwangers, Vermicious Canids. <laughs> uh, that guy, of course, you'll remember from the Mike Mechanics video, All I Need is a Miracle. Oh. Uh, or perhaps not. Um, <laughs> after the, uh, the psychedelic <laughs> boat ride, Carla said, what the fuck? That's some real trippy 60s shit. <laughs> yeah. Sure was. I don't, did not remember the chicken getting its head cut off. Thing. I remember I, the ant. I don't remember any of that. It's very disturbing. Yeah. And uh, how, I, how could they even show that to kids? I don't know. I was traumatized, and that's why it's on the list. Folks. I didn't say anything for like an hour. Then <laughs> we went from <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> I think you didn't say that much post Gene Wilder because he's so wonderful. You were you were entranced. Uh, now, why are they not immediately kicked out for stealing the fizzy lifting drinks? Because all the other kids are removed right away, you know. Because he says at the end, I knew you could do it, Charlie. He was giving Charlie extra chances. <laughs> also, he didn't need to be, like, removed for a medical procedure. <laughs> right. Yeah. They just right. burped, and it was okay. Also, that scene always bothered me. It doesn't make any It's sense. so out of character for Charlie. Grandpa Joe, yeah, he's a dick. I could see him doing that. <laughs> but, like, You're Charlie's right. like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then they're both so fucking dumb. That, pardon me for swearing. Like, they don't notice that they're flying up to yeah. the fan until, like. Ugh. You're right. It is weird. Isn't there a scene in Mary Poppins where they're floating around? Yes. yes. The four I love hour, to laugh. Yeah, the four yeah. hour I, I love to love laugh to scene. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that feels like a rip. Uh, Edwin, yeah. right? Yeah. No, but it's. Edwin is the the uncle? Isn't it? What's isn't it? Isn't it? Edwin is the uncle. Oh, I yes. thought it was um, dressed up. Um, what's his face? I'm pointing it, out. It candies. was dressed up. What's his face? Edwin. <laughs> oh no no no! Don't Mr. Benner's. No licorice for Benny. But the scene is there to give to for a reason to yeah. ex- exclude to, them later. To, yeah. It just feels to like yell at him. Do you guys have a favorite of the Oompa Loompa songs other than the one that I sang at the beginning of this episode? Which is your Her favorite, Lucas. Carla? Well, you, her number, but I'm talking specifically no. about when. No, the, when oh yeah, she okay. Because the, the Oompa Loompa one after Veruca uh, falls down the chute uh, is the one where the words kind of wave yeah, 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 like yeah. Electric Company style, yeah. and Carla right along was saying "brat." Cat. <laughs> Shame. That's what you're supposed to do. Blame. <laughs> What's That's Violet's song? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, well, it's about chewing gum. Because okay. e- each of them, they're teaching a lesson. Right. You know, being a brat, watching too much TV, being fat, and chewing gum yeah. are the four cardinal sins That's all you of, can do wrong childhood. as a kid. Yes. Yep. I always felt like they were just real preachy and like, just, you know, worry about yourselves, Oompa Loompas. Like... Mm. Try to like unionize and get some freedom. Like, leave me alone. I like the Mike TV one because it's a little more syncopated and funky. It's like oompa loompa doopa doop. It's real good. 
Uh, <laughs> and they have that nice wide shot where they're all spinning. Yeah, yes. they have good. They have some good tumbling in that one too. Yeah, the Oompa Loompas are not always in time with each other, which is part of the appeal too. Uh, at one point, Willy Wonka says, "Children are disappearing like rabbits," and Carla said, "Do rabbits disappear?" <laughs> I think he's mixing his metaphors. He meant to say, "Disappearing like ghosts and fucking like rabbits." <laughs> Why is there only one Lady Oompa Loompa then? Mm-hmm. There are only ten of them. <laughs> um, uh, one weakness of the movie is that Grandpa Joe's zingers are not that good. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more gas than a politician. And Carla said, ha, 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 zing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Little political commentary from Grandpa Joe. Uh yeah, and I think that that's the end of Carla's really? quotes. Wow. Yeah. I really liked this movie. So shines a good deed in a weary world. Oh yeah. And then Carla loved Willy Wonka's last line of uh do you remember what happened to the man who got everything he ever wanted? He lived happily Happy ever, ever after. after. <laughs> <laughs> not true. That's not real life. <laughs> <laughs> He's so okay. Real quick, he's so wonderful in that moment. He's so great that he's like screaming at them, and then all of a sudden, he's like, and that's probably why they didn't put a father figure in or a father in the the story. Yes, is because immediately he becomes Charlie's father. It feels like yes, and you just you just want him to live happily ever after, and they will. But also, his whole plan. An adult would want to do it their way. I want someone who'll do it my way. <laughs> and I don't know any women, and so I have my own children. <laughs> <laughs> but Charlie's poor, and now he's going to have food, chocolate. But as a kid, you accept the logic of, of that course. right yeah, of away. Course. But of course, if, like Charlie's not going to be a kid forever either. You know? But then so, he'll have his own contest, and he'll choose a kid. Yeah. And apparently in the book, the four other kids come back at the end... And are they, also... they see them leaving the, the factory. Okay. So Mike TV is like super tall and skinny because he's been stretched in the tapping machine. <laughs> and uh, Violet, I think, is still blue. And it's been a while since I've read it. But yeah. I think it, that happened in the Johnny Depp version. Didn't we see the kids oh, at the it? end? I don't, I don't I remember. Could be wrong. I don't remember at all. Maybe that's... I remember Deep Roy sitting on a stoop at one point, and that was all I remember. I don't remember anything. Nope. Now, D- Deep Roy is a little person actor, and he played all the Oompa Loompas in the Tim Burton version. Yeah. Is that what happened? I yep. don't remember. That sounds about right. I know him as the guy who lives inside of people in the X-Files <laughs> episode. Oh, right. <laughs> that, that super creepy episode where there's like this... this I didn't know how that sentence was going to end. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were talking about... What was that movie with um, Martin Short? Inner space? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inner space with Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Uh, and Meg yeah. Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. I think Dennis Quaid is like a pilot in some sort of ship that's inside of Martin Short. Yeah. yeah. And so Martin Short can shake his butt a lot and move around really funny ways. Never yeah. saw it. But then how does, <laughs> but then, and how does he see the baby? If it's in Martin Short. Because they kiss they and kiss. then he goes yeah. down her esophagus. So her. Into her fallopian. But food. your esophagus is outside of your body. Your digestive system is outside of your body. It's, so. Just don't ask. Okay. 
Look, I did not come prepared to <laughs> discuss Freddie Prince Sr. <laughs> or Inner Space today, but I ate too much candy. Guys. <laughs> yep, I feel real sick all of yep. a sudden. Have more peanuts. There's still more to eat, though. Well, oh. would you guys like to improvise a little scene uh, sure. with some of the yeah. characters from the movie? I liked Carla's suggestion of the four. That wasn't mine. That was Gabe's suggestion. What's that? What were you gonna say? Carla's suggestion of the four kids coming back oh. to kill Wonka. Oh, <laughs> wrong. Years later. Can we also do the grandparents in bed? Can we do two? <laughs> okay. Um, well, okay. Here's here's the four grandparents uh, before oh. before Grandpa Joe's uh, emergence from the bed after years. Just a typical day. Typical day of the grandparents in bed. Oh. Uh. <laughs> How how you doing, Grandma Josephine? Oh, I got an itch way down there. Oh, can you get it for me, Harold? Yep, I'll get it with my foot. Oh, is that it? There it is. Now I forget. Is 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 she your wife or my wife? <laughs> I forget too. Does okay. it matter? We've at been this in point? here for so long. Who needs the chamber pot? <laughs> Oh. I could I could always use the chamber pot again. I'll go number two. Number two. <laughs> I'll go next. Oh, you got more number twos than a pencil store. Is this cabbage water? We need more chamber pots. We each need one, I think. Can't sometimes it. I can't hold it. This cabbage water is giving me the royal shits. Uh, hey, can I do a line of coke off your, <laughs> off your, off your forehead? You can do it off of my breasts. <laughs> Wait, who are you? Oh, these two. <laughs> Real quick, I can walk. <laughs> oh, I can walk too. I can oh, dance. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, can yeah, dance yeah. and sing. Yeah. When you guys are asleep, I walk around the room. Oh. I'm the only one who's paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> You're paralyzed? Wow. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, I can't work though. I can walk, but I can't work. Ditto. Well, let's make love. <laughs> Boys first. <laughs> Charlie won't be home for another half hour at least. But if he sees a little bit of it, who's who? Wait, I think I think he's in the end obviously. I think he's in the next room. He uh, can't hear us. Let him dream. <laughs> Cheer up, Charlie. Oh, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> so much wine. All right, that's scene number one. <laughs> wow, we're really good. And really now, good. We're all good at this. Now, a bonus scene. These are the four kids later in life coming back to murder Willy Wonka. Uh, Carla, would you play Veruca Salt? I think she might want to. Okay. Adam, want to? I mean, it was... It's her dream. <laughs> it was my dream. Etta, you're a Veruca Salt. Right. Carla, you're a Vira- Violet Beauregard. Virus. Do you, do you need... Here, you should have That's a bunch of these in your mouth so it's like gum. Oh, yeah. Her code name for the heist is Virus Beauregard. Hey, Diana. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I chew a lot of gum. Something like that? Yeah, Perfect. Well, they could also be adults for this scene, oh, yeah. as far as we know. She still has uh, gum, though. Uh, Gabe, do you have a preference? I don't care. Uh, you, why don't you play Mike TV and okay. I'll play Augustus Gloop. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get him, you guys. I flew all the way from Montana. Hold on, I'm finishing the show on Hulu on my phone first. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Boy, you've really adopted to new technology. Oh yeah, I can watch my shows wherever I go now. <laughs> what is this, an advertisement for Hulu? Yeah. 
Boy, I could use a big bowl of Quaker oats right now. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Here you go. It's all melted, though. Mmm. <laughs> I like anything that's melted. I like fudge. Do you think there's going to be fudge in, in the factory? We're here for a purpose. I want to kill Wonka right now. Oh, boy. This one. Am I right? I'm still blue. <laughs> yeah. How come the, <laughs> the, they will never ever get to, to the blue out of you? Well, look. It's paint. All right, guys. I disabled the security system with my phone. We got in the gate. <laughs> I want to go first. All right. Watch out for the lasers. Well, for 30 you years... You can go first! For 30 years, I've been waiting to drink that shit river again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I want shit to drink river. that shit-tasting river. For 30 years, I've been chewing the same piece of gum. That's just gross. Yep. <laughs> I got a disease from licking the walls when I was in there. You too? Yeah. I think other people licked it before us. <clears throat> oh. Well, when I see Wonka... Oh, wait! Is that Wonka? <laughs> well, well, well. Four naughty little children have become four naughty big adults. Get him! <laughs> that I was your plan? Get him? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. That was good. Wow. A bonus. A bonus scene. I chewed on Good and Plenty's like they were gum that whole time. <laughs> that was very methody of you, Carla. Thank you. Uh, Carla, would you care to give Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory a letter grade? A. What does that A stand for? Uh, all the candy. <laughs> uh, Etta, what would you give it? Yeah, I'll give it an A minus. A minus. A minus plus. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> On the high end of A minuses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and Gabe? I give it an A. All right, yeah, this movie, like I said, like I have no objectivity about it. I loved it then. I love it now. It's staying right where it is on the list. Uh, Will it go up? Will it go down? I think it'll be right about where it is, number 60. You know, I think that feels about the right place for it. Uh, but I give Gene Wilder 17 hot tamales. <laughs> 17 is the highest. Out of the maximum 17, 17. hot tamales. The hot tamales scale that we, that we always yeah. use to rate performances. <laughs> As you remember from inside the actor's studio. Um, Gabe and Edda, what would you guys like to promote? Can people follow you online and whatnot? They can. Edda? Uh, my Twitter's just devolved into um, retweets of uh, terrible things happening. Uh, terrible in the world. things happening. Great, in the world, yeah. We're but, not really um, funny online anymore. I'm not funny on Twitter anymore. <laughs> but my Twitter is at Etta Divine E T T A D E V I N E, and I'm at Gabe Diani G A B E D I A N I, and we have a movie that uh, is on the come festival circuit someday. right now. <laughs> it's on the festival circuit. <laughs> it's it's so if there's funny. a world, it's left. really great. You guys should check it out. Can they check it out? Yeah, um, they can check out the trailer yeah. on the website ddmta.com. And if they like the trailer, they could pre-order a DVD or a digital copy. And, um, right. we're talking with distributors right now. So hopefully it will get on some sort of easy Tell to access platform. It. It's called Diani and Divine Meet the Apocalypse. And the movie's on Twitter at dd underscore apocalypse. And uh, you can check out our YouTube, um, Diani and Divine. What's it's the movie so about, Carla? It's about Diani and Divine uh, meeting, meeting the apocalypse. The end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and our it's dog's so in it and he's really funny. cute. And, and he lives. In it too. So, and our cat, too. She's yeah, cute. all the animals live. It's a pretty straightforward title. Like, you're pretty much delivering exactly yeah. what you're going to get. It's yeah. super funny. I was really impressed. Oh, thanks. Just saying. Thanks. It's really uh, good. But and they should have been in it. 
Next time. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, guys, and thank you for the candy. Thanks uh, for having us. You guys were the perfect fit for this movie, and it was so fun talking about it with you guys. When you get to Popeye, I hope you'll have us back. Ugh, you're never going to eat a Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, as I said, Nashville, the only Altman on the list. Um, but, as you uh, said. As I, just I, watched, said. I just watched it because you guys. Did you like Nashville? I did like it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, Carla, are you ready for next week's movie? Nope. <laughs> no, I don't know. What is it? <laughs> this is a movie that I know that you have not seen, but it is by, uh, our friend from earlier, Mr. QT. Oh, dear. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. This is his first movie. It came out in 1992, and it's entitled... Reservoir Dogs. (laughs) You're going to need these. Said exactly that way. Did you hate that movie? I don't hate it. Well, don't don't be thrown by Etta's dismissive tone. It's good. If you, it's just, I think if you like Pulp Fiction, it's just you'll, early. you'll like it's early. You'll like Reservoir Dogs. It has I've, a waitress character. <laughs> there is a lady it in does? it. Yeah, I don't uh, remember her. I think there's a lady who's a waitress. I don't think you see your face. Uh, there's another lady who gets shot in the head. I believe. Okay, so no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers for women violence, please. But it stars Michael Madsen as Mr. Blonde, Steve Buscemi as Mr. Pink. Harvey Keitel is Mr. White. Mr. Tarantino himself is Mr. Brown. That's too much like Mr. Shit. Uh, Chris Penn, Tim Roth. Uh, it's a great cast, and I've got a long history with this movie that I'm sure we'll get into, and we'll get into that with our special guest, Mr. Rich Tallarico, who will be joining us as well cool. uh, to discuss Reservoir Dogs. So, uh, Craig's listeners, bone up on your early key- Boner. <laughs> Bone up on your boner. <laughs> I like it better than let's all say the N-word in the snow. What was it called? <laughs> I think that was the name of it. That was the working What's title. The, what was it? Hateful Eight. Eight hateful Eight, yeah. <laughs> let's all say the N-word in the snow. <laughs> that was the, ele- it's a Christmas film. the elevator pitch for Hateful Eight. <laughs> Um, and punch a lady but, in the face. Yeah. And yeah. punch a lady in the Several face. Several times. Yeah. But please, let me sign off with my typical sign-off line, bone up on your boners. <laughs> <laughs> and watch Res Dogs for next week, and we'll talk to you then. The list is an absolute good. The list is life. <laughs>